Hi, and welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. Where are all these thunderstorms we were supposed to be getting, you guys? It's sunny yeah. today, and I am not... I'm not into it. Yeah, Where have all the thunderstorms gone? It was supposed to be like the most thunderstorms in a fall in the Northeast ever this year, and none. Well, it's not technically fall yet, so. Mm. Meteorologically, yes it is. Mm, I it's mean, the, the aisle <laughs> at the back of my target has candy in it, and uh, like yes. plastic skeletons that kids have recorded swear words into. <laughs> that is the main meteorological sign for fall, I believe. Mm, but my target has had that since the middle of August, so... Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Weather, weather, weather. Weather seasons are not measured by uh, moon cycles or whatever made-up thing we yeah, do. Yeah, that's the menstruation. By. Menstruation is measured by <laughs> moon cycles. Moon cycles are not made up. That is how we have months. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, like, equinox and whatever, that's not how weather people track the seasons. They, like, fall starts September Yeah, they use September computers. 1st. I've seen them. They use computers, mainly. <laughs> September, October, November is the fall, and that is what I'm going to use because I don't live in space. Wait, well, so you're literally- wait, hang on. This started with, meteorologically, they don't use moon signs, so I'm using these three months, which are, in <laughs> fact, moon cycles. Like, literally, that that's what they are. And yeah. also, September 1st is always, like, 95 degrees. I would You have a very poor that memory. That is only recently, because we broke the planet's weather. Yeah. It's always too hot, though. It's never cool enough. My whole life, it's never been cool enough to wear fall clothes on September 1st. Yeah, do you remember when you were a kid getting new clothes for school and, you and like, it began in the beginning of September, but you bought all sweaters and stuff because that's <laughs> yeah. what you think of when you're going back to school? <laughs> At the yep. first two weeks of school, everyone's like, uh, I have to either wear my shitty old clothes or I have to be uncomfortably warm all the time. Yep. So. Yes, I yeah. remember. I bought a bunch of <laughs> sweaters for my new job where I have to wear professional clothes and uh, and if you sitting... want to dis- if you want to destroy one of these sweaters what would I have to do while you walk away uh, I have no idea I don't like Weezer um, <laughs> <laughs> they are sitting in the bag on top of my dresser waiting for like December <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, work at a clothing store, and I get certain special discounts at certain times, and sometimes I see something I like, and I will buy it then, because it's the time to buy it, but often I can't wear it for another three to four months. So yeah. some well, beautiful sweaters I've got a real, you know my patented life hacks that I always reveal on this show? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. All right, hold Not on. We gotta, play, sweater? We gotta play the theme I've song. Got, yeah, well, you know, everyone's heard the theme song enough times, I don't think we need to play it anymore. Okay, but, we'll uh, sing it We'll sing it live since we all know it by heart. Okay, Three, yeah, you, two, you two, two sing it live and then I'll give the life hack, you go. Okay, cool. Me and Louisa and Matt will do the beatbox underneath. Matt, count us okay. in. Cool. <laughs> It's Matt's life hacks. Louisa, you didn't sing. Oh, there you go. Okay, cool. We did the harmony. The harmony of speaking words. 
Matt, like, keep going. Over. I'm, We're doing the show. No, I'm version. keeping going till you get to the second verse. Okay, cool. Uh, my name is Jeff, and I'm here to say Matt hacks life in a major way. I know I switched names in the middle of the verse, but coming up with rhymes is a major curse. Yay! <laughs> Yay! That was pretty good, actually, Jeff. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Oh. Um, and very true to the rap brand in that you talked about yourself for a bit. <laughs> yeah, although you didn't at ever at any point talk about how you wanted to steal fruity pebbles, which I thought was coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, no, because that's only if you say that your name is Barney. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, anyway, so my life hack for this past week, uh, I figured out a way to wear sweaters even when it's warm, and that is, I had a very high fever. <laughs> So I was cold all the time, you guys. This is the secret. Mm, I find that when I have a fever, I tend to be hot. Hotter than normal? Mm, I mean, I was sweating a lot, but I was also freezing. You know, like fevers do? Yes. I mean, I guess they do that. This makes sense, because his temp- the difference between his body temperature and the surrounding environment was larger than it was if he didn't have a fever. Yep. Mm, so Sure. <laughs> that's what makes you feel cold? Is I don't it? think that's true, but <laughs> either way, yes, I was feeling very cold, so I got to wear sweaters, like, three days this week, and Jen would come home and be like, it's like 95 degrees outside, Matt, and I'm, like, <laughs> sitting in my sweater and bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. did you sweat it out? Like, did you get rid of that fever? Uh, I think so. I'm, I'm better now, I think. I wore a t-shirt today and was comfortable. That's good. Yesterday, I feel like... Yesterday I pressure blasted my driveway for, like, four hours, so that sounds like something a healthy person would do, right? <laughs> it also sounds like something you might imagine that you did in a fever dream. <laughs> That's true! That <laughs> you just be... lying on the kitchen floor. No, no, I pressure washed the driveway today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, All right, what did you do online this week, Jeff? Uh, There was another Nintendo Direct this week. It was delayed from last week Mm -hmm. because there was a very bad earthquake in Japan. And on this Nintendo Direct, they revealed a bunch of games coming to the 3DS and Switch. One of those games is Luigi's Mansion 3, which that's pretty cool. Uh, (laughs) Another is, this is hilarious to me. They're like, we're releasing Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles HD for the Switch. And also, one more thing. We're releasing Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12 for the Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. But not Final Fantasy 8. <laughs> yes, because it's bad. <laughs> it's it so bad, <laughs> funny is, to me. Is there a reason? Like, was that a different studio they don't have a deal with anymore or something? Like, is It the, can't is be. Square develops all of that stuff in-house. <laughs> okay, so it's just... That is very suspicious. Here's what's crazy, though, because I've always thought that Square should be embarrassed of of 8 because it was by far the worst one, both in terms of gameplay and the story made literally absolutely no sense. Like, I was still Mm, young. That's true. I was still young enough when I played through that game to suspend my disbelief that maybe bad writing was actually just good storytelling. Uh, So I remember playing through it and being like, Ooh, yeah, it's supposed to be a mystery of why these people all grew up in an orphanage together and then forgot about it. Oh, no? Oh, no? That's not something you reveal later? That's just, that's just the plot of this game? 
Well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I still like 8 better than 7, though. That dumb How? card game. That dumb card game made me stop playing. The card game's in 8, Louisa. <laughs> there isn't a card game in 7. Am I thinking of 9? Because I'm thinking of that blonde douchebag in the shorts <laughs> being in a card that's game. That's 10. Oh, that's terrible. There's no card game in 10. There's football in 10. Yes, that's true. I don't know what you're talking- Oh, the, the guy with the monkey tail, Louisa? No. No. No, I remember nine. What Nine's blonde? Blonde uh, Cloud doesn't have shorts on. Yes, that's true. He he famously has like raver pants. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not who I'm talking about. I don't know his name because I stopped playing that game as soon as I started. There is no, no card idea. game in Final Fantasy VII, according to my uh, quick memory uh, search where I memorized it. <laughs> okay, but actually, I do. <laughs> Why did you double check it? I'm a, I'm currently playing through all the Final Fantasy games. Right. I, I was just trying to figure out what Louisa was talking about. There's a blonde douchebag in nine. Final Fantasy blonde douchebag. Look it up. Oh my god, your computer's gonna explode from all the search (laughs) results that you're gonna get. If it's not, if the first result isn't Titus from ten, then then something is wrong with the world. I think that's who I'm thinking of. But he wasn't in a card game because he played the soccer game, the underwater soccer. Man, I just remember. I just said the phrase underwater soccer and it made me angry. Blitzball? Blitzball sucked. Yes. Yeah, I remember that a little bit, but oh man. Oh, I mean, god damn it. I was, things, I really I was trying to search for the Final Fantasy IX uh, main character, but there's a very famous soccer player who has the same name as him. Zidane? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there was a soccer player, but I did know off the top of my head the name of the main character of Final Fantasy IX because I'm very cool. I haven't played that game and I knew it, so... <laughs> It's a great um, game. It's probably the best of the PlayStation era Final Fantasy games. What is Zidane's last name? The Final Fantasy one, because literally every image result is of this soccer guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know off the top of my head. It's like tri- tribal. It's tribal. Okay. I just searched Zidane Final Fantasy. I'm pretty sure his name is Zidane Final Fantasy. Yes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Louisa, the card game is bad, but I have no idea. Maybe I'm conflating them, but they're both bad. The card and the soccer, and I'm not interested in any of those. There is a blonde douchebag in 8, but you don't play as him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bad guy. What is his name? Like, Seifer? Siegfried? Seigrer? Yeah, Is it Siegfried? I think it's Seifer. No, Siegfried is in six. Yeah. I think it is Seifer. It is. It is Seifer. Yeah, but he's not wearing those dumb board shorts, so. Is that... I don't know who you're talking about with the board shorts. Yeah, That's gotta be Titus. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Fine, yes. yes I, Fine. I am saying that I think I'm conflating something. Okay. Yes. Uh, anyway. Oh, man. That was li- that's like the peak of early 2000s video game character design is this dude in asymmetric shorts overalls with a, a cutoff uh, crop vest. <laughs> Who's very into extreme sports and sad about his dad. 
Oh god, it's yeah. crazy. Just like even from a visual thing, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's from 2002 or whatever year this game came out. You remember how when they later added voice acting to a bunch of stuff, they started trying to get us to say his name was Titus, and we were like, no. <laughs> that is we, as how it's pronounced. No, we as a people <laughs> stood up and decided, no, we're not going to no, do thanks. that. I just I pronounced it that way earlier in this episode. Uh, yeah, but you're, you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. Because here's the thing. That's maybe the only clever thing in that game, because I thought his name was Titus, like the tide, because he's very into the ocean and the beaches and playing underwater in his soccer game. So why would it be Titus? That means nothing. That I is mean, not a clever name, even a little bit at all. I also thought it was dumb when he shows up in Kingdom Hearts and they're like, yeah, he's, it's been pronounced Titus all along. Yes. But then I took Japanese in college and now anytime a Japanese thing is pronounced wrong, I get a little mad. Well, I won't have it. It's yeah. like Hello Kitty. Yeah, you can tell me she's a girl dressed as a cat, but you're wrong because she's a cat. <laughs> Uh, I think that's probably just a weird translation thing. What the fuck is with a character named Waka, who's not Fozzie the Bear's son? Which is the only <laughs> thing that makes sense. He, uh, he was voiced by John DiMaggio, though. Yeah. Is that good? I mean, he, that, he's a good voice actor. It's probably yeah. not good that he had to, uh, be in that game. Am I remembering incorrectly, or was he married to that, like, weird fetish model woman who would just wore belts. The goth what? lady who carried around yeah. the Moogle all the time? Lulu? I think her name was Lulu. I always confuse her with the almost identical uh, goth character from Ten Two, who is not the same person. Yeah, that's true. She is. I didn't play else. Ten Two though. Uh, although I Lulu, might, yes. Maybe with this re-release, I'll play it. Ten Two was pretty good mechanically and made less sense than Ten One did in terms of plot. Yeah, so. but you know me. All I care about is mechanics. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the end of the direct, they announced that Isabel from Animal Crossing: New Leaf and the Phone One will be joining Super Smash Brothers as a playable uh... character. <laughs> I know this makes Matt very angry, but my favorite thing is when a character who has no business fighting uh, is in a game. All of her moves, she looks surprised that she's doing them in the trailer that they show. Why is that good, Jeff? <laughs> Why is that be good? Because it's, it's not... humorous. Yeah, the main thing that I want. Out of my fighting game is how funny it is and how bad it is. Why do fuck, you fuck you, Nintendo? Why would you want Super Smash Brothers to be serious? It's a game where Bayonetta can shoot Mario in the head. Yeah, that I has mean... to be a joke, or it's so overly serious that it's bad and not a joke and funny I mean, for not being funny. Yes, I get that. That is the like the tone is very tongue in cheek, but just continually throwing put like. I remember one time, I think this was for the Wii U, maybe, version of whatever Super Smash Brothers game, there was a joke going around that one of the ki the fighters was going to be the Tetris blocks, like, mm -hmm. just as a fighter, but we're getting fucking close <laughs> that now! That would be funny. Oh, but, yeah, it's funny as a joke, but if, if you put it in your game, it's not a joke anymore, Nintendo, it's dumb! Now it's dumb! No, it's, it's good. Stupid. Yeah, no. It's Everything good. about Smash Brothers is dumb and stupid, so. Yes, that, that yeah, that's what the point. Is. They have to they have to lean into it and be like, uh, everybody likes Isabel, but it's a fighting game, so we have to figure out a way to get her in there so that people will be happy. But Ugh. I don't know, I like it. Uh, and then so right after bad. they were like, next year, Animal Crossing for the Switch comes out, Hooray. which yeah. they have 
they have been avoiding announcing. Yeah. Oh, they also announced New Super Mario Bros. U for the Switch, which is weird, because I that should have been, like, a launch title, because, like, what did they have to do to it? Is a port... Yeah, I'm a no little... About that game. I'm a little bit nervous about Nintendo's plan for the Switch, because the Switch is a very good console, but they sure seem to be really relying on re-releases of older games. Well, Matt, you and I are the only people in the world who had a Wii U, so they kind of... <laughs> It would be like a disservice to the art if they were just like, uh, I know it's really easy to port those games, but we're not going to because we have too much commercial integrity because then nobody would get to play them and they're pretty good. I guess that's true, but like, I don't know. What what was the last game that came out for the Switch that was like a big deal from Nintendo? A major original release? Yeah. Odyssey, I guess? It? Odyssey, probably? Maybe. I can't. So, I, like, know that, I know that there's games that I don't... Oh, uh, no. Octopath Traveler's Square. Yeah. There, there's like, there's games that I don't care about that Nintendo releases for the system. Yeah, didn't know Splatoon come out, which I uh, do not yeah. care about no, that, one bit. <laughs> I think that came out before Odyssey, though, didn't Splatoon it? Splatoon came out a while ago. They just released yeah. a big expansion pack for it in the summer, though, in June. Well, anyway, my point is that Nintendo is really making, like, one good game for the Switch a year, and then the whole rest of the year is like, now we're re-releasing all of these Game & Watch games on the Switch, and it's like, fuck you! Like, spend your time making something new, maybe, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I made my need... piece with it because the game Breath of the Wild was worth $360, <laughs> so I am you... perfectly happy with that. You paid less than a dollar an hour for that game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. I just think, like, I don't know. It's not even that I want new stuff necessarily, but like they could have just done a virtual console a long time ago. Yeah, that is inexcusable to mm -hmm. me. And instead they are re-releasing and asking me to pay full retail price for these games that were available on previous consoles, and I just don't get it. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of really cool digital games from indie developers and stuff, but um, yeah, I'm curious. Nintendo doesn't seem to have a ton of things in development, but the system is selling well, so they don't really have to right now. They can, like, put more of their resources into, like, next year's big game. Yeah. Which is, what, Animal Crossing? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, well, Yoshi also comes out next year. Uh, Yoshi's yeah. Crafted World. Uh, that's am a I, big deal. Am I excited about either of these? Did you play? Did you play Woolly World? Yoshi's Woolly World? No. And I blame Nintendo for not making me excited about it, just like they're not making me excited about these games. Yoshi's Woolly World is extremely good. Mm, it's a shame that Nintendo didn't sell me on it then. Do you watch Nintendo Directs? Because that's the them trying to sell you on it, and if you just opt out, then of course not. Yeah, you're not meeting them halfway here, really. <laughs> I feel like they could make it more convenient for me. Oh, you know what? Night Trap just came out on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, for That's fuck's the... sake. Oh, yeah, they announced a whole thing about board games, so you should have been excited about Oh, that was that. cool, yeah. Like, Carcassonne and um, uh, Catan are all coming to Switch soon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I care about that, but... I don't know that I care about that, and I should, I should care about that. Oh, Mega Man 11 comes out next month. Mm -hmm. Okami yeah. HD just came out recently. 
Just fucking do a virtual console switch. Just do it. Just <laughs> yeah. fucking do it. It's Can really frustrating. Some new cloud-based thing. Yeah. They're doing uh, their online service launches um, mm. Tuesday, actually like Tuesday, I think. Uh, and you can, you, with the subscription, you can uh, download NES games to play. For our listeners, that was Tuesday of three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so you can yeah. already do it, listeners. Congratulations! <laughs> and it was definitely a complete success. And Nintendo totally didn't fuck it up terribly, like they always do. I bet it's usually like the service doesn't like not enough people use Nintendo's online service to ever crash it so i'm sure it'll be fine well it's not that they crash it it's just that like nintendo will be like we have this great online service coming and then you log into it the first day and there's just one button and it says online and you're like (laughs) do i am i already on it and then you press the button and nothing happens (laughs) did i did i do it am i on it now what are the features of this online you you speak of June 22nd's Mario Tennis Aces was the last big uh, major Nintendo Switch release for, from Nintendo. Yeah, I'd play that, but I'm not going to pay for it. I'm not going to pay full price for it. Oh mm-hmm. man, once I discovered that my library system has like new video games, uh, it is so much easier to go, uh, I do want to play that, but I don't want to pay for it. Uh, get it from the library. Yep. I got all the enjoyment I needed to out of that game when they had to uh, have all those press releases about how you can't see Luigi's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's which, all I needed. <laughs> which is gaslighting because you absolutely can see <laughs> Luigi's dick. We've talked about it. Oh, um, it's wonderful. So, Louisa, what did you do online this week? Uh, I received something that I got online from the Mysterious Package Company, mm. which is a, a puzzle box. It's themed after the Adventure Zone podcast. Uh, you are a wizard going through a wizard like correspondence course, and it is a lot of fun. Little puzzles. Mm, speaking of, you should have said before. For that, speaking of Luigi's package, I received a mysterious package. <laughs> oh, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, I'm also playing through this, but I'm stuck halfway through, so... I really uh, wanted to, but it was kind of expensive. Huh, well, we were talking before this, and Matt said I was crazy for not writing in my book, and I said, what if I need to loan it to somebody who didn't get it, and now I can loan it to you? <laughs> so there, Matt. Well, yeah, you might need fine. to destroy pieces of it to solve it. That happens sometimes with the where you have to like rip something. I can't. I don't know how you did the second one. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who's who hasn't played it yet. But mm-hmm. um, the the second one is like a, a maze. Mm-hmm. And, I did it with uh, my finger. Yeah, but how do you remember where you've already been? I keep it in my mind. I'm very good at that, and I don't know why. I have no like. This isn't like a honed skill I can be proud of, but I am just very good at doing those mazes. In fact, the biggest one I did from both ends. <laughs> yeah, I had to too. I don't. Th- I think you might have to do it from both ends to succeed. Because usually, what I do is I'll go through the maze, and then whenever I reach a fork, I like look down both directions to to see which one dead ends. Yeah. Um, but there were several times in that biggest maze where both of them just went on through mm. for for seemingly forever. Yes, yeah, seemingly forever. But if you really take the time, you can find that some of them do just dead end after like four or five other branches. So it yes. worked out for me. It wasn't that hard. It is so weird to me that you have very good, like, puzzle-solving skills, but um, I've discovered a weakness of yours is, like, following written directions. It's um, not actually. <laughs> I've always I would. I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so either. Um, but when I like, uh, like, no, not 
a mean thing, just like there is clearly some place where we're not meeting in the middle with like me writing directions for how to edit this show and you trying to follow them. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's because you are familiar with it enough that there are things that right. you leave out that you think are a logical A to B and I don't see them that way because I'm not familiar with what you're talking about. Sure. Uh, I mean, I, there were also features from an updated version of the software that I was unaware of that were not uh, good for <laughs> communicating well, how it worked. <laughs> when you told us that, okay, the, the feature we're talking about is something called uh what was it quick play where yeah. where it by default whenever you click anywhere in a track in audacity now it just starts playing from that point even mm -hmm. if you're not trying to play it and when you told us that i literally was like this has to be louisa fucking up there's no <laughs> way this is an intentional feature and when i looked it up everyone on the message board said the same thing like how am i fucking this up this can't be an intentional feature and audacity was like no we did that on purpose like fuck Fuck you guys what you can't yeah. do that you can't do that yeah everything's bad everything's uh, very bad yeah. but this puzzle box was good and i solved it <laughs> yeah i um i the box is small and it contains only five envelopes which is like fine but i've done other mysterious packages before not from this company but from other places that had a lot more stuff in them mm -hmm. and a lot more like complicated puzzles to do and stuff so I'm a little disappointed, but I do know there's another package coming, and I'm hoping that they'll ramp it up for the second half. Yeah. It's, a, it's a series of three packages, right? I think it's just two. Hmm. But then there's a separate three. cooking course. So yeah, yeah then the there's the cooking thing. Yes. And there's also, I guess, a pin and a coin that may be in another package or maybe coming as part of, like, the second package or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's all very complicated. But it was fun. And I uh, forgot how fun it is to work out logic puzzles with pen and paper, like yes. I used to in elementary school. And, uh, yeah, it was nice to get back to that. Yeah, translating, uh, like, a coded language is very fun. When I wrote my the LARP I ran a couple years ago, I wrote uh, a series of seven uh, code puzzles with different cryptography ciphers. So I did like veneer ciphers and pig pen ciphers and stuff. And I had so much fun writing all of those and everyone fucking hated doing them. <laughs> like <laughs> so much so that we had to take them out of the game because people were like, I'm not going to sit and do this. And I was like, what? It's so fun. <laughs> the trouble is it is fun, but it does take a while. <laughs> that yeah. puzzle took me a long time, even though I knew I was making the right choices every time I was doing something. Yeah. There, um, there, there was. I'm, I'm in a Facebook group that is usually for posting terrible recipes that uh, still look delicious. Um, and sometimes the mods are like, mm, we're bored, and they change it to some random other thing. And one of them was totally, like, the title and description were all uh, in, in ciphers, and I solved the cipher, so they made me a moderator. Oh no. It's <laughs> pretty that, good. That sounds yeah. like a punishment. <laughs> one of the, uh, well, one of the, the, like, title was like, if you solve this, I'll make you a mod, and then uh, in the description it was like, I'm just kidding. But then I was like, I solved it. And they were like, message me and I'll make you a moderator. <laughs> mm, I believe that's pronounced Teetle. <laughs> mm, good Pretty one. Good. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. They they keep saying for this mystery package that at, at the end of it, when you solve it, that you get a tangible.
tangible reward. Mm-hmm. And what could that be? Your is eternal it- reward. <laughs> and then Jafar stabs you. <laughs> but like, what could it be? And is it going to be something that I just throw away immediately? What if it's like a Taco's cooking school apron? You would like that. I do already have a taco apron. <laughs> well, so there's that. I guess there's nothing for you then. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess my point is, it's probably going to be like a plastic doodad, right? Probably. And if it is, it's just garbage, isn't it? So why did you get this course? I like <laughs> puzzles. I like doing puzzles, though. Okay. Well, that's yeah, the reward, the, then. The greatest yeah. reward of all is the friends you made along the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. In this case, my friend, Paper. <laughs> See, if you like puzzles, I don't know why you don't pr- play Professor Layton, where many of these puzzles are the same. Uh, Stop trying say- to bully every Everyone into playing <laughs> Professor Layton, you weirdo. Um, I'm very much on board with playing Professor Layton. I went to the fucking uh, Game Boy Electronics store, whatever it's called, and did search and typed in Layton, and the only result was the niece of Professor Layton's one game. And I was like, I don't think this is what I'm looking for. Yes, I so... don't think that. I think that's the only one on the 3DS, isn't it? No, they're all on the 3DS. Oh, I thought they were mostly on the DS. No. Huh. Well, I can loan them to you, Matt, because I have. Well, I mean, I would that might be fun, and I would certainly enjoy playing them. I'm sure, but why aren't they on the ele- why aren't they on the yeah, Nintendo strange. Store? That's crazy. Maybe you spelled it wrong. <laughs> how? What? <laughs> wait, wait. Then how would? Okay, how would it bring up the sequel to the game if I spelled uh, it wrong? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, it's fun to play a game like that because it's just puzzles. So there's a story and there's cutscenes and everything and it builds up to this big dramatic conclusion and you're gonna fight this person who wants to destroy a town, but still, you're just solving a puzzle. <laughs> Which I love because it really builds it up in your mind like, oh, like in an RPG this would be such a big <coughs> battle, you'd have to make sure you had enough uh, potions beforehand that sort of thing. Like, do you have all the right spells loaded up, etc. But in this game you're still just gonna be solving a puzzle. Yeah, I do find that in a lot of games, like action-y games that have a puzzle element, I sometimes am like, ugh, now I have to go back to shooting zombies, like... Yeah. Like, this Spider-Man game is great, but every once in a while, you'll, like, find a piece of tech or whatever, and then there'll be a mini-game where you have to rewire the tech, and it's one of those, like, you know, the water is filling up the pipes, and you have to build a- the pipe from one end of the thing to the other or whatever. And that's a common mini-game, especially in action stuff. I think that's how hacking worked in all the Bioshock games. And they're great, and I just want to do that for a while, but I'm like, yeah. okay, I- well, fuck, <laughs> I solved that in 15 seconds, now I have to fight Dr. Octopus or whatever bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, the, um, the, the, Matt, you played The Witness, right? Yes. It is, like, exactly what you're looking for. You just get to walk around a nice environment between the exact same, uh, like, sliding tile puzzle over and over again. Yes, except, did you play all the way to the end of The Witness? <laughs> no, I did not. I, mean, I played it for, like, boy from the mob. Because two hours, and then I was like, Meh. Never mind. Yeah. You gotta go So there's a part... Yeah. In an Amish community. (laughs) We get it. We get it. Yes! Thank you. (laughs) Um, There's a part like three quarters of the way through The Witness where you have to rearrange a garden. You climb to the top of a tower and then you rearrange a garden and there's like mannequins in the garden that you have to move and it's like, it's just so many fucking things. And I just got so frustrated. I was like, fuck this game actually. I'm done now. Yeah. Well, oh, just play Mist. Yeah, I do like Mist. I played Mist. I, pl- I want to play. I want to play Mist. I I have not tried it since I was a child and very stupid. Isn't it only like ninety nine cents on Steam or something? 
I don't know. They just re-released it or remastered it or something. I remember hearing about it again recently. There is a version of it that has, like, free look and fully modeled environments. Hmm. Ooh, that's fun. I think that the one that you want is, like, it's called, like, Ultimate Mist or something, and you can turn off and on all of these, like, quality of life features individually. But you do have to throw a frisbee to hippies, like, as you're playing the game. Right, yeah. And you can only take three steps before you have to pass. Um, Yep. (laughs) That's the only rule I remember of Ultimate, uh, which is Ultimate Frisbee, and I hate that they shortened it for copyright reasons. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy that that is what Ultimate is. That's insane. There's so many better Ultimate things. I would be fine if they even called it Ultimate Disc. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) It's originally named Ultimate Frisbee, and the only reason they don't call it that is because Frisbee is a trademarked term. Ultimate Disc sounds like the name of a Doctor Who episode, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Doctor Who and the Ultimate Disc. It's like one of the old ones. I was about to say, I cannot imagine... I know, of course, of some of the Doctor Who titles, the famous ones, but I can't imagine any of them without it being Doctor Who and the something. (laughs) Doctor Who and the Blink. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Doctor Who and the Midnight. Yep. Are there any other good episodes of Doctor Who we want to? Uh, Doctor Who and the what is the new one? The girl, the woman who fell to Earth. <laughs> oh wait, Doctor Who and the Impossible Astronaut would actually be a pretty good name. Yeah, that was name. pretty fresh. Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> I like that. Doctor I Who am and in Murder on the Space Express. What was that one called? Mummy on the Orient yes! Express. <laughs> It was called the Express, but they changed that, but they didn't, of course. Nope, the only thing they changed was it's a mummy instead of someone dying. (laughs) Oh, crazy. That episode's pretty good, too. But if you've read or seen Murder on the Orient Express, you know that secretly there are several mummies on the Orient Express. Am I right? Am I right, you guys? Yeah, Doctor Who discovers that actually everyone on the train is a mummy. That doesn't happen in the episode, so it's not a spoiler for the Doctor Who episode. That would be amazing, though, if If the end of that episode had been that they were all mummies in disguise, actually, that would have been so fucking good. How it would have been like guys that. That's what would be so good about it. You put on one of those Mission Impossible masks. It's easy. Yeah, or if they just have mustaches and glasses and stuff over their bandages. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm not the mummy doctor. I'm uh, I had very bad burns. Yes. Oh no, I'm not I'm, the mummy doctor. I'm invisible. I'm invisible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he has to figure out who the mummy is, but everyone is all wrapped up advantages so he can't tell. Yeah. I no, just have leprosy. This is a great idea for an episode, though. The plot would be that he's on the Orient Express, and there's a mummy there, but the rules of the Space Orient Express is that everyone has to be wearing bandages to cover their face all the time, and he has to figure out which one is the mummy. If there was a Doctor Who episode in which it turned out that what actually happened to ancient Egyptian mummies is that their quote-unquote afterlife was a spaceship that looked like a train that took them into outer space while they were all wrapped up as mummies, I could see that being an episode. (laughs) That sounds like at least four other episodes of the show, so yeah, that's pretty good. How How many episodes of Doctor Who reboot only are about the afterlife is actually a computer on a spaceship? I mean, I can think of two off the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah, like, without even researching, you can think of two already. That's 
Uh, I that hadn't occurred to me until just now that that's a weirdly common. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that's science fiction in general, right? Sooner or later, if you make enough of a science fiction show, eventually somebody's going to be like, "Oh, the afterlife was just science all along." <laughs> yeah, a million sci-fi authors in a in a room typing on keyboards at random will eventually write that same episode no, of no, Doctor no. Who. <laughs> All, all one million of them will all write a different episode of Doctor Who about that same topic. Individually. Yeah. God. And at least 70% of them will involve using costumes from a Victorian production of the BBC. <laughs> God. Uh, I'm excited. Doctor Who comes out, like, later this month, right? No, October 5th. I so. oh. Oh, okay. I thought they said so. the end of September. I guess not. Three weeks away. Yep. Pretty good. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I finally caught up on the other... You know what? This will be the thing I did online. Thanks for asking, assholes. Uh, what did you do? I was waiting for Louisa to ask, especially when she was like, well, that's everything I did online. <laughs> yeah, I like, never yeah, felt thanks. like I had a chance. <laughs> uh, you said that sentence, like, at that pace? You could have instead said, Matt, what did you do online this week? <laughs> anyway, no, it's fine. I was just joking. I'm not... I, I think you guys are assholes, but no more than I always do. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> this is like I, a terrible Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught up on Doctor Who up to when I guess he's gonna turn into a girl now. Uh, I think there's a special where he, like, actually does, where he meets the first Doctor. Played the Christmas by, special, yeah. Played by that guy from Harry Potter, who's also been in, like, six episodes of Doctor Who already as different characters, so... Uh, yeah. da David Bradley. He played uh, the actor who played the first Doctor in that biopic uh, for yeah. the 50th anniversary. Which is pretty good, I saw that. He yeah. also played the guy with no legs on that spaceship full of dinosaurs, though, yeah. in that one that was called Spaceship Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. Ooh, so... With a were the dinosaurs in the afterlife? I don't mm, understand. Good Probably. Question. They are all dead, so technically, yes. Oh, yeah, that dumb episode was just like, what if Jurassic Park was on a spaceship, except it wasn't good? <laughs> you know what's weird is that I, I also think that whenever I think about that episode, because that's the title, but actually, if there just weren't dinosaurs in that, that would have been a fine episode of, the, of Doctor Who, because most of it is about, like, them getting lost in the spaceship and the engine is an ocean... And like, like the dinosaurs are very a very small part of that episode. Yeah. It's not a bad all, episode otherwise. All I remember is bad CGI dinosaurs because they called yes. the episode that. Yes, exactly. Which I don't understand why. But most of the Matt Smith episodes kind of suffer from that. The like they focus on the thing that is quote unquote cool, but no one actually likes instead of just yeah. doing the fucking show. So mm. yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, I got caught up the the. Season with Bill, the uh, cool Season 10. lesbian. Yeah, she is very good and much better than most of the other companions. Yeah, I, 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 like, Bill. I like Bill a lot. I very yeah. much appreciate how often Bill says, are you trying to be cool right now? Please stop. Because <laughs> somebody should say that to Doctor Who in every episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't remember liking very many episodes in that season, but I did like Bill a lot. Uh, I, I think that probably there are more, like, it, there's a higher average quality of episodes during Peter Cafaldi's run than any of the other uh, revival ones. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... That's why I, I stopped watching. I couldn't stand him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I think um I think that they've all had they've all been pretty hit or miss. I there were some pretty 
good episodes with Peter Capaldi, but by and large, I found them to be forgettable. Mm-hmm. Bill, I mean, that's kind of Doctor Who in general. It's just forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if, because I remember, like, I remember every episode of the Chris Eccleston season, but that's because that was the first season I really watched, and that was it was still a novel concept to me. Oh, many of them are very extremely bad, though. Yes, absolutely. But they they were aware of that, and they didn't really care, which I respect. Um, I yeah. think that, I, I mean, I like the actor David Tennant, and I think that he played the Doctor fine, but I think that towards the end of his run, it got way up its own ass. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, <laughs> I, and then Matt, the Matt Smith years were just like, now that we're up our ass, what does that mean? Let's explore what being up our own ass is like for the whole of that. <laughs> So, that's pretty frustrating. Yeah. Just the idea that, like, bow ties are cool was a catchphrase of, of that doctor is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, every most of the problems I have with Doctor Who are not about the show being dumb or bad, but about everyone who likes it being insufferable. Yes, agreed. Oh, man. Yeah. There was a person that we knew in college. I'm not going to say their name because I don't want anyone to feel sad, but there was a person that we knew in college that liked all of the same things that I liked and would talk to me about them at parties and I hated this person so much <laughs> because like yes I I do like Doctor Who I don't want to talk about it in front of this girl that I'm trying to make out with though because that's not going to go well for either of us right? You get that right? <laughs> no he did not get that. Oh man I get so panicky when you see somebody is like oh here we go I know Louisa, I can talk to her about some things at this party, and I'm like, oh yeah. no, I don't want to get trapped with you talking about whatever dumb thing you want to talk about. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're at a party and something cool is happening and you want to be involved in it, and then that person's <laughs> like, hey, let's talk about Doctor Who for a while, and you're like, this is, there's drinking happening right there, man. What are you doing? Yeah. I got pulled into a conversation with some kind of surly teenager at one of those, like, big family parties where it's, mm. like, uh, a lot of different people of different ages, and yeah. I ended up talking uh, with talking about Star Wars with this, like, 15-year-old who was, like, annoying and kind of aggressive, um, just because I feel like the best choice was to do that, um, even though I didn't want to, because the other option is, uh, in a few years, he'll he'll like be telling Democrats on Twitter to that he's going to blow up their house or something. I feel like that's what happens if you're rude to a nerdy white teenage boy. <laughs> no, you can't let them hold you hostage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you can't say that you're the only line of defense between and them becoming terrible and you uh, having to lose. But it, it's specifically me as a, a nerdy white guy. I have to be like, no, no, you don't have to be a weird right wing asshole you can be normal <laughs> I guess yeah, so I remember this wasn't like something somebody said to me it was more of an internal realization but I do remember the moment in my I don't know late teens maybe early 20s when I realized like hey this person saying that they like the thing that I like even if they don't like it as much as me doesn't hurt me doesn't affect how much I like the thing I don't have to care yep. like, it's true 
it, it's crazy that there's so many people who don't get that and are very upset when you don't like comic books as much as they do, I guess. I feel like I've yeah. gone too far in the opposite direction, where now, if I like, I try to keep everything surface level, and I'm like, yeah, I like that TV show, too. And then if someone makes the effort to be like, hey, do you think they're setting up this plot line? I'm like, wait a minute, are you a narc? <laughs> like, yeah. you're, are you only talking about this because you think I want to talk about it? And I forget that sometimes you can actually have a connection with somebody. <laughs> I don't or, think so. Or you're like, oh yeah, I'm actually really into Game of Thrones, and then the person's like, oh, well, what do you think about this plot line? And then you're like, are you trying to trick me? Are you trying to trick me into getting too into this? Because so here's what always happens with that, because that's happened to me a few times where someone's been like, you know, Game of Thrones or whatever, whatever show or book or movie, and they'll be like, oh yeah, well, don't you think that Jon Snow is probably uh, secretly a dragon? And I'll be like, well, no, like, there's so many oh, things about it that that prove that that's not true. Like, did you pay attention to this? Yeah, and nobody then pays I, attention. And then I look like an asshole, like I'm one of those gatekeeping assholes, but I'm not trying to be. You tricked me into doing that <laughs> yeah. by saying a thing that's so unsupported by the text <laughs> that I have to be like, fucking look again. <laughs> Louisa brought <laughs> this harder. up exactly, like, three episodes ago yeah, or something. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. uh, this exact problem. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought what you were gonna say is, like, they're trying to be like, oh, you are you like video games? So, uh, what's your favorite Mario game? And then you'll be like, Super Mario Brothers 3, and they'll be like, ha, you like Super Mario Brothers 3, nerd alert, check it out, this nerd likes video games. <laughs> I, I feel guess. like we've all become impervious to that burn as we've aged past, I don't know, the age of 10? Yeah. <laughs> What's mm. weird is that when you're a kid, that feels like it's a huge insult to yeah. just saying louder the thing that you th <laughs> that you feel, but you're yeah. like, yeah. Like, now as an adult, when someone's like, oh man, you really like, you know, Great British Bake Off? That show is so feminine or whatever, and I'll be like, yeah, it, yeah, all the things you said were true. Yep. I don't, why, why would I care? Why would I feel <laughs> bad about the thing you said? That doesn't make any sense. I think I've mentioned this before, but I still can't get over men <laughs> trying to rag on other men for the sports team shirt they're wearing in public. That's <laughs> so sad. I've never seen it work successfully. I've always seen somebody be like, huh, the Eagles, huh? <laughs> they're not so great. And then the other person being like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> this person wanted to pick a fight with you. They wanted to talk about how the Cowboys are better or whatever. But why would it... Why would you suspect another adult would care? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and why would you? Why that that gambit requires so much effort from the person that's going to get bagged on? Yes, <laughs> like I know where this is going. I'm not going to help you. Yeah, it's it, it's especially so wild because we all know we've all accepted and like we play into. You don't get to pick which sports team you like. It's based on where you live, and that's it. So ragging on someone's sports team it's like uh, that's just where i live like yeah of course i have the like 49ers or whatever i live in san francisco like there's no other teams here for me to like i have to yeah. like that one what do you want i have a yeah. i have a philadelphia eagles hoodie and i have it because i was given it for free because of the area that i live in and work so like that's the entirety of my connection towards that team but yeah like louisa said people sometimes try to say positive or negative things about the Eagles as if I would care. And I'm like, yeah. we are in S South Jersey. 
Yeah. We are less yeah. than a half hour from Philadelphia. <laughs> the end. Now, you also have a Baltimore Ravens hoodie, and that team yes. sucks nuts. <laughs> yeah, probably. Burn. I don't know. I've never, I've literally I don't know never either. watched a single game of the Baltimore Ravens. I just love that name for that team. That's such a great name for a sports team. And their guys. colors are so good. I really yeah. admire that. <laughs> Aesthetically, uh, yes. Yes, exactly. That's all I care about. Uh, I also feel bad for the guys who are wearing, like, a Phillies t-shirt just shopping in the grocery store, and other guys are like, hey man, what's the score of the game? Like, he's wearing a Phillies t-shirt, he is not a Phillies info center. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, that, that, if that happens to me, even if I liked the sports, I would be like, what game? <laughs> yeah. That, it's that like- has happened to me unintentionally many <laughs> times. You forget what shirt you're wearing? Yeah, I'm just like, I don't know, I'm... Like, yeah. especially, okay, the only time I wear my Philadelphia Eagles hoodie sweatshirt is when I don't give a fuck what I look like because I'm busy doing other things. <laughs> so I'll be, like, hauling lumber to my car and somebody's like, oh, yeah, what's the game? Like, what's going on in the game? And I'll be like, does this guy know about the LARP I'm writing? Like, <laughs> fucking, this is great. I'm so excited. And then I'm like, oh, no, fuck. And you're like, well, listen to this. I made a rubric of several languages. <laughs> yeah, I came up with this great new cipher system that's a combination of but no i had on i had on a name tag for a work thing a couple weeks ago and i saw someone in a store greeted me by name and for like a solid 30 seconds i looked at him like do i know you and he was like your name tag and i was like oh jesus oh my god i was having like an existential crisis because i forgot i had a name tag that's why he knew your name Yeah, yep. it was it was Santa Claus, and yeah. he knows the name of every good Christian child. Did, did you try his milk? <laughs> yeah, did he give you a glass of milk? <laughs> yeah, actually, what he said was, "Hey Jeff, do you want some of my Santa Claus milk?" <laughs> <laughs> Come and meet me around back in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and what was weird is that he didn't look like Santa. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I love the idea of a drug called Santa Claus milk. <laughs> uh, no, he he did gesture at his chest. I don't think it was a drug. Should I be very upset that the best joke I've made on this show I made in text in a tweet? The Santa That's how Claus I live my life. I think. Okay. All right, let's oh, get into God. these subreddits because we've been recording for fucking a million years. Yeah. All right, I got r slash weight room. It's about weightlifting. Yep. I got r slash illustration. It's about illustrating things. I got r slash one bag, and it's about trying to pack light. That's the one. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like one bag better than- I mean, illustration is pretty broad, but that's just gonna be us looking at pictures. Mm -hmm. We have done uh, some ones about different art styles before, haven't we? Yeah, Yeah, this would cover all of them. We would never be able to do an art style again. (laughs) Ew, the top of all time is gross. I don't want to do illustration. Yeah, let's get- yeah, I agree. Um, I don't care about weights. I mean, yeah. I I think we could do a fun episode talking about going to the gym, but it's I specifically like the I don't like to do anything else. Yeah, it's specifically about weight training, though. Yeah, well, you should do a little weight training every time you go to the gym if you want to stay in good health. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, one bag I'm then. Gonna, yeah. Uh huh. I don't. I'm unhealthy. I don't go to the gym, and I, I don't want to. Uh, Get oh no! I do want to get in good health. I don't currently have the option to stay in good health because I am not healthy. <laughs> well, nowhere to go but up. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, you'd be surprised. 
<laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Tell us all about uh, one bag. So the header is uh, like a wooden floor with little folded clothes and things laid out on it. I guess all the things that will go into a bag. So it's like a little packing photo. Uh, just regular old up and down arrows, 40,000 readers, 192 users. Uh, one bag is a community devoted to the idea of lugging around less crap. Fewer high quality items, higher quality items, packed into a single bag for ease of transport make life simpler. Feel free to share your favorite bags, packing lists, and interesting discussion topics. So and, this is uh, this is a topic that's very near and dear to me because yes, I travel I, so much for work. I like to pack very much. Uh, I like to... Uh, I, the thing for me is, if I can fit everything I need for a week of work into one bag, and then I, I have to have a separate carry-on bag for all of the, like, electronic equipment I need on-site for my work, but if I can fit all my clothes and toiletries and stuff into a single bag, uh, I feel very successful. And I've gotten pretty good at it, mm. but, uh... I yeah. have I have to drive into the city uh, for work, and I spend like all day there. So I have a backpack that I just carry with me everywhere now. And uh, knowing more effective items to pack in it would be great. This will be very useful for me. <laughs> I um I recently got because it was on. S- extreme sale on Amazon. I got a, uh, like a spare battery for my electronic devices or whatever, but unlike the other ones I've already had, it has a, like a three-prong outlet on it, so uh, you can run a laptop off of it. I would um, love that. It's fucking incredible. But Especially it's, big- it's so big, though. It takes up so much All space. Right. And I was going to say, the one I have, the one I have has a lot of uh, energy capacity, and I feel like it could power my laptop for a bit, but... Yeah. Yeah, the, apparently the thing that makes it, that it has to be so big is because we use alternating current, so it needs to have an alternator in there, which oh, I, weird. I, I guess is big for it to service <laughs> as a an actual outlet. Why Damn you, Thomas Edison. <laughs> why don't we have USB chargers for laptops? I don't know. more power than they would be able to deliver, maybe? I don't think that's no. true. With USB C, you can deliver a ton of power. I know. Yeah, I know that now. Like very recently, uh, is it iMacs or MacBook Airs? One of the Mac laptops now charges through by USB C. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that's the MacBook Air. So we need to do that for all laptops starting now. Okay, get on it. Someone make yeah. it. Um, how, what does the Surface have a proprietary charger, or can that charge by USB? No, it's a proprietary charger. Unfortunately, boo. Uh, I think Chromebooks can use USB-C because um, those are pretty small and basically just Android tablets. Um, other than that, uh, I, I just don't understand why. And what's crazy is that like outlets on walls, the three-pronged Edison outlets are so d- varying over the the planet. Whereas USB is literally universal everywhere you go on Earth. Yeah, we could just <laughs> it, switch it's to that right in the name. Actually, yeah, we could switch to that. <laughs> everywhere for everything and just get rid of the other one. Yeah. It's really a shame we've got things built right into our houses about electricity, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I don't know that you it would can be that replace hard. those yeah. with USB things. Yeah. <laughs> they have USB wall plugs no, I like feel that like, you can put in your wall. Yeah, yes. but I feel like then you'd end up in 20 years people taking hilarious photos of your house, like those ones that have like built in eight track players and stuff <laughs> that were cutting edge when they were put together, but not so much anymore. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but I don't know. I can't let fear of being an internet meme keep me from living my life, Louisa. <laughs> 
I don't know. I feel so fortunate that I had an old car, and then when I got my new car, this was five years ago, but when I got it, it was after the point where people were using um, uh, uh, navigation devices, and it was all on phones. So I never had to be one of those people yes. who now had the obsolete huge uh, thing attached to their dashboard. <laughs> they still fucking make those, though. Every time Ugh. I get a rental car when I'm on when I'm traveling for work, I get a rental car, and it's got a fucking home entertainment system built into the dashboard. <laughs> what the I fuck? I think Chris has. I think Chris has one of those that attaches to the dash. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, not not that attaches, it's built in. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm fine with that. No, why? You don't need that? The big suction cup one that attaches to the dash is the embarrassing one. <laughs> They're, <laughs> They're both pretty stupid. Bad. I'm glad that I have a USB-connected uh, car now. So I can yeah, plug in my phone whenever I want. I really fucked up on that one. I bought my car, like, a year before USB ports became standard on cars, and I'm very upset about it. See, still. there's no way to know about these things. Yeah. Yeah. There's a USB port on my uh, radio that I just put in, but I just realized I've still been using the cigarette lighter adapter USB port. Mm-hmm. That's probably not as that's probably not as safe as plugging it into my radio to charge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Probably not. <laughs> Especially because every time I plug my phone into it, it turns off, so I have to like unplug it from the dash and plug it back in. Mm-hmm. That's probably some kind of and, safety feature that's activated. And every time you want to light a cigarette, you have to t- unplug your phone and put in. <laughs> the little pop-up thing. Yep. Yeah. That's fucking uh, crazy that those are still in cars. <laughs> Cigarette lighters? Yeah! And, ash- and ashtrays? I don't <laughs> cars have, like, like multiple has- ashtrays? I don't think my car has an ashtray. Does it it? does. It's, you think it's for coins. That's f- an ashtray. <laughs> why, would you coins. Put, why would you put ashes next to the emergency brake? That's the only <laughs> I coin tray I, I have. Uh, it's usually, like, under the radio in front of the shifter. I don't think I have one of those. No, it's you gotta. It pops out. I still I sometimes I run across car advice that's like, so what you're gonna do is, uh, and it'll tell you something about your cigarette lighter, and I'm like, but I don't have one of those anymore. Like, we have to stop giving advice around that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know where the actual, like, lighter part is. I think I threw mine away. I couldn't imagine a scenario where I would ever need it again. <laughs> In case you needed to burn your passenger for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking at number four of all time, and it is titled My Lightest Pack Yet, Two Months of Work and Travel and in Nicaragua and Ecuador. And first of all, this dude packed three shirts, three pairs of pants, three sets of underwear, and two pairs of socks. Two, for two months of travel? Okay, hold on, Jeff. I need you to pause for a second so that I can yell something angrily. <laughs> Two pairs of socks, though? You yeah. fuck? Gross. You gross yeah, fuck? I mean, he also packed sandals, so I guess he's planning on fuck wearing sandals guy. most days. Also, he didn't pack any other shoes, so... He only had two pairs of socks and no shoes that you could possibly wear socks with. Well, he must be wearing a pair of shoes, right? He must be. Yeah, Mm. that's gotta be it. Alright, clothing. Uh, He goes into brands, but he also, God, gives the specific weight of each item. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This guy, can you imagine sitting on an airplane next to this human being? Can you fucking imagine it? Oh, he would want to talk to you so bad, and he would 
would smell like the most dookie on the planet. <laughs> yeah, for uh, sure. Oh god. Oh, that too I don't know really bothering me. I don't know why he claims in his list that he packed two shirts when in the picture there are three shirts that are visible. What are you talking about? One of them looks like it might be a tank top. <laughs> yeah, that's not it's not listed separately in <laughs> in the clothes. So, if you were going to pack two pairs of socks, listener, if you were going to only pack two pairs of socks on a trip, would you choose to pack white socks, which are fairly like forgettable and sort of the default, or black socks, which I think you could get more wear out of before they started to show it? And whichever answer you chose, both I think are reasonable, you would be better off than this fucker who packed two pairs of gray fucking socks that you couldn't no, wear fine. with yeah, any of this me. stuff. No, wrong. He's not there to be stylish. He's like traveling in Africa. It well, doesn't. Then fucking stop bragging about Nicaragua what a good and job Ecuador you are not in Africa. I would like to say because we did say the where he is. Oh right, yeah. But I didn't. I, I immediately forgot the words that I said. <laughs> South America. I cannot get my head around packing three pairs of underwear, but only two pairs of socks. Like, I have extra socks. If I'm walking a lot, I pack two pairs of socks per day. I like that he packed two pairs of black underwear and then one pair of fun underwear. (laughs) Uh, Matt, funderwear. Yeah, please. (laughs) Oh, man. Two pairs of socks for, uh, for two months! He got a pair of sunglasses that folds in half. Come on. (laughs) Come on. Yeah, yeah, I get caught up in that, too, where I'm like, ooh, this is even smaller than the normal thing. But sometimes, at a certain point, it's not necessary. (laughs) It also isn't smaller. (laughs) I bought a while ago for travel, I bought a folding toothbrush, like, you know, those flip-out combs that they make, but it was a toothbrush. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, this is gonna make my life so much better. My toiletry bag can be half as big, but... When you are brushing your teeth, there's no way to prevent it from folding back up. Yeah, that's really stink. <laughs> and I just was like, why did I even do this? I didn't need to. I've done this to myself for no reason. You got to get the other kind like this guy has where the cap pops off and becomes the handle, then it doesn't fold at all. Uh, yeah, when you're trying to scrub your teeth, that handle also pops right off, yep. and then your, your same problem. toothbrush falls I right haven't. Ha- I have both of these kinds of toothbrushes and have not encountered this problem that you are both saying is a huge problem. Yes, but Jeff, you've never brushed your teeth. You're still waiting. <laughs> That's true. I don't have any teeth, actually. Yeah. I, just use th- I just use them to clean grout. <laughs> Sometimes you need to do that when you're on vacation. (laughs) So this dude... dude, It's payment for my couch surfing. (laughs) I clean their grout. So this dude brought uh, an electric beard trimmer and charger. That's a whole lot of space taken up for maintaining his gross beard. But no, uh, like, razor to keep your beard from looking gross. So that's how I know you have a gross beard. (laughs) And he brought a Kindle and no charger. No cable that would fit that Kindle. I'm looking at this this picture now. There is not a single uh, USB cable. There's one for an iPhone and there's one for a MacBook. There's not a regular USB cable. You cannot charge this Kindle. No, I think that second second white one is a USB charger. That's not a lightning. That's not a lightning. It's not! I see it! It's lightning! I see it! I'm looking at it close up! I just- 
I expanded it to full screen. It is a lightning cable. Yeah, it says lightning cable in the list. Uh, um, I can see it, though, and it's a USB. Like, a lightning wrong. cable has little uh, metal stripes on the yeah, end. I no, see that's the, on the I other end. The metal stripes. Yeah, I'm looking at it, too. You're looking at the wrong end, Louise. You're looking at the USB-C end. The other end is lightning. Oh, I was assuming it was, uh, like, a wall plug on the other end. Okay. No, the, the white square in the middle of the coil is the wall plug part. And the, the USB hmm. side plugs into that wall square, and the lightning end plugs into, I guess his iPhone is uh, in this pack, too, but he doesn't put it in the backpack, so it's not here. It's yeah. in his pocket. It's in his maybe, grody pocket. <laughs> maybe the um, razor charges by USB. I can't see the end of the mm-hmm. plug in either mm-hmm. photograph. Ah, but, but I actually own this trimmer, and it doesn't. It has, like, a black plastic uh, proprietary thing that charges this mm. particular trimmer. Mm. This well, is a valid mystery, because also, how's he charging that camera? Yeah, same thing! Dude, you done <laughs> fucked up. And honestly, what you should do is get rid of your iPhone, you fucking monster. Get yourself an Android phone that charges by the same kind of cable that you, you would, would use to charge your camera and your Kindle if you want to pack so fucking light. Yeah, if you care about space, you Canadian bastard. <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> I hope you're guy. listening to this. <laughs> One of the things he brought is a sink stopper and that's pretty clever but I don't I can't imagine that he would ever need it but also that it's always the thing that you could never imagine needing that you end up needing the most yeah but it's strange because he doesn't have that many things on this list like he doesn't use many toiletries I guess but the fact that he has that sink stopper makes me think well what million other things is he forgetting to bring then? <laughs> because if you're gonna get down to that level, you should really bring some other things. Like a USB cable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like plastic bags, because you always have stuff you need to put in plastic bags that you don't realize until it's too late. I'm a bad person. Yes. And, because of that, I'm actually now taking an unbelievable amount of joy at thinking about this guy on like, week two of his trip and the battery on his Kindle has finally worn down, and then he's like, all right. Well, I guess I got to charge it. Oh man, dude. Oh man, man, dude. That's great. Fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's solar powered. Did you think of that? <laughs> I actually have a solar powered USB charger because I'm an insane doomsday prepper, and I'm like yes. constantly afraid that I'm going to run out of all battery. <clears throat> but this guy doesn't have one, so fuck this guy. Yeah, and nobody in the comments is like, "Where's the charger for your Kindle and your camera?" Are you typing it in now? It sounds like that's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just scrolling and then I did control F and typed in USB and it's just someone else being like you should get a USB charger for your camera. <laughs> <laughs> so, number fifth of all time, I feel like is really not in the spirit of the board, because it's a friendly reminder. You can have a wonderful, exciting, and life-affirming one-bag chip without first having to buy the perfect bag, the perfect shirt, or the perfect shoes. <laughs> Listen, buddy, why did I come to this board? <laughs> yeah, this board is for elitist jerks to show off their $5,000 backpack yep. that carries 30 pounds of shoes. I'm kind of interested in that uh, suitcase, which probably costs many hundreds of dollars. The one that keeps advertising on podcasts that has uh, an ability to charge your phone and has, like, 
super security measures and all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's what is- fairly that's fairly common in in carry on bags now. Is the the pass through charger? Yeah. Mm, it sounds good. Smart. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I I actually just very recently got myself a new carry on <laughs> bag because my old one I'd had for like seven years or whatever. Um, and I thought about getting one with the pass through charger, but you still have to supply the battery. All your all it really is giving you is a hole to put your that cable through. Well, the one that advertises on podcast has a built-in thing. Uh, incorrect. I <laughs> I looked into that one specifically, and it is the same. It's a pass-through charger. You have to supply the battery. Do they have a choice of batteries? Because uh, I guess they are not giving people good enough copy to read about them, because they people... Are, podcast hosts are telling me that you don't need an extra battery. I don't know what to tell you. I looked into that one, and it's got mm. a thing... It's got a port on the inside you can plug your spare battery into, and then a cable on the outside that you can plug your phone into. Can so you do that I yourself thought- by just adding a grommet to your backpack and yes. Yes. passing a cord through that grommet Correct. hole? Correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> you could just get a, a backpack from the mid-2000s that still has a headphone hole in it. <laughs> That's what I was doing for the longest time with my old carry-on. Ooh. <laughs> That's the first song we mentioned, I think. No. A, no, no it's didn't. not. It's the first song you mentioned, and that's all you care about. No, you mentioned it. Uh, B, I have been you've literally sung for the longest time on every episode for the past six months. I don't think that's No, it was just one episode ago, and it's because you say that phrase pretty often. Yeah. Yeah, but that phrase existed before William Joel. I doubt it. He's very old. <laughs> Uh, it's, I, I thought that this, uh, bag thing was exclusively the hobby of, um, douchebag guys, but there is someone who has packed several bras and feminine sandals, and I assume that they are not a guy based on these things, and so, uh, even weird, uh, elitist douchebags have gender diversity in their ranks. Yeah, I mean, I think it is exclusively the, uh, the, the, terrain of, like, middle-class dickholes, though, right? Like, Yeah, definitely. It's, it's yeah. definitely for people who have too much money and time on their hands. Yeah, it is satisfying to think of is... getting just the right thing, though, and then just having it. Having exactly the right thing. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I will say that I spent a long time researching this new carry-on bag that I have, and I'm very happy with it because I it's, it does a lot of the things that I've been wanting for a while. So yeah. I get it, but I don't know. The, to- my backpack I got for $5 at a yard sale. It was barely used. Uh, <laughs> that's all anyone needs anymore. Well, I for mine, I specifically wanted one that had an impact sleeve built in, because mm. so many times I've had my laptop cases be dented because people bump into you in airports constantly. Right. I have a uh, Panasonic Toughbook, so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about the safety of... I think mine has like styrofoam around the laptop sleeve, but I don't know if that would be enough. See, I bought that- I bought the dainty book, and- that didn't do it, it turns out. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Yep. If it's like the, it advertises paper thin casing and <laughs> yeah. uh, extremely flammable is like a sticker yep. that's on the box. You don't have Any- to throw it away when you're done with it, it just dissolves. Anyone can break <laughs> it, it says right on the box. 
Uh, I feel like one bag packing for me would just be me really making myself come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to wear as many outfits as I think I am if I go somewhere. Yeah, that's a big piece of it. Can I say, honestly, the biggest thing for one bag packing for me is admitting to myself that I'm probably not going to go to the gym while I'm in a hotel (laughs) in Canada. Because I want to believe I will, but if I don't, I don't have to pack my gym shoes. Yeah. I, uh, no, go ahead. There's a lot of stuff I've read where people are like, uh, you want to make sure you keep old shoes and then you wear them on the plane and then you're able to throw them away before you have to come back, leaving more room for souvenirs. It's a very complicated system and it sounds terrible. Why can't you just wear the same shoes back that you wore to to there? I don't know. (laughs) It's like, I don't know, but it's this thing about keeping old shoes that you can throw away on your trip. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It is weird. (laughs) I sometimes have to throw away clothes when I'm on a trip because something terrible has happened, and I always wonder if the maids think I'm a monster. Yeah, you definitely committed a murder. Filthy, filthy boy, (laughs) as opposed to what really happened, which is that I ate too much spaghetti sauce too fast. (laughs) So you are a filthy boy. (laughs) I mean, yes, but not not a perverted filthy boy, just a dirty (laughs) filthy boy. I don't like some of these ones that are like, I'm traveling indefinitely. Here's my one bag for indefinite travel. Gross. Um, there's 11 and 12 are both this. Uh, number 12 packed his Nintendo Switch, and not just that, but the little controller shell to plug the Joy-Cons into? <laughs> you could eliminate that. That would free up a bunch of space. Yeah. Yeah. I- I'm- Yeah. I, the people like that, the first guy we looked at, he was packing three sets of clothes, essentially. Uh, how are you not just panicked the whole time that you're traveling that you're like, oh my god, I have to find a laundromat. I don't have any more clean clothes. Well, here's something I've He's learned gonna about- gonna wash them in a river. Here's something I've learned about some people is that when they spill an entire chocolate milkshake on themselves, they can, they will be like, that's fine. Like, they might rinse it off, but they don't, they don't really care. And that's why I hope that any restaurant I'm ever in will refuse service to people like that. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen someone with day-old milkshake. Well, but this, like, I mean, if it, I spilled, f- if I spilled food on myself, I'd be like, "Well, there's nothing I can do about this now, but I will take care of it later." <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fine. I don't know. Like, I remember when I've been to like Hawaii or Costa Rica for work. The the shuttle to go back. Oh, my phone just went off. Sorry. Uh, the shuttle to go back to the airport, the people, the fucking people on this shuttle wearing their fucking stained, disgusting clothes, smelling like shit, and it's like, oh, are you backing around, backpacking around the mountains of Hawaii, and I guess you just don't give a shit about the fact that you have stains all over your whole fucking body, you disgusting <laughs> monster? Ugh. Yes, it's true. Ugh, people. Do you ever feel like what wh- what is wrong with these people that they need the validation of advertising how little they need in life? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. what is up with that? I feel Why are they like, "Ooh, it's I'm I don't have to have anything in my backpack." I feel extremely this way about people who do the tiny home movement. Or the, like, living out of their van or whatever. Oh, no, I want a tiny home, though. Those are pretty cool. <laughs> but, like... They are pretty cool, but whenever you see a photo shoot of a tiny home, there's always, like, an artful stack of coffee table books on a side table with, like, a, a weird wicker ball on top. And it's like, no, you don't have room for 
dumb displays of uh, uh, art, <laughs> you have to use every inch of space. You can't put that shit there. Here's the thing. I feel like if I really, really, really tried, I could probably get rid of enough of my shit that I could maybe live in a tiny home. But I spent my whole life working up to a level where I could have a dishwasher in my house. And I'm not taking a step backwards from that, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Same with it. With fucking... Okay, here's the thing they don't tell you about fucking tiny homes. Do you want to go to a laundromat your whole life? Because that's what you're going to be doing. You're never going to have a fucking washer and dryer in your tiny house, asshole. Sorry, I, I forgot, Jeff, that you said that you were one of these people, and now it sounds like I'm yelling directly at you. And I certainly <laughs> I'm not... I... I'm not one of these people, but I do think those are cool. Um, I am looking, I'm just looking at number 11 of all time, and I hate this this person, mm-hmm. um, because one of the things that they've packed is an iPod, a 120 gigabyte 6th gen iPod, it specifies. What? Are you, like, not bringing your phone? What do you need an iPod for? I mean, for? He's, he's bringing a Kindle, so, like, you can put music on that, dog. <laughs> And also uh, a skateboard, <laughs> and God. and something called hot sauce travel container. Boo! <sighs> you know what he's not packing? You know what he's not packing? Fucking deodorant! <laughs> what a po- fucking disgusting monster! Indefinitely with no deodorant. Oh, here's the thing that I really no hate. Deodorant. Okay, sorry. The thing I hated the most was travel chopsticks. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah. It's the worst. The worst part of all is it's a disassembled skateboard. He's got the skateboard deck wrapped in an IKEA bag that I guess he'll strap to the outside of his backpack, which seems like cheating. And then a travel cube filled with all of the things that turn that plank of wood into an actual skateboard. If he was a real uh, extreme one bagger, he would just bring the stuff to turn a plank of wood into a skateboard, and then find the plank there. Yeah, yeah. a knife. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I want to punch him in his extreme one bag. Is how I feel. Ugh. Yeah, man, Ugh. this this board is a hundred percent the thing we try to avoid of us just hating the people that are on this board. <laughs> yeah, I like it conceptually, but everyone on the board seems to be an insufferable douchebag who's like, I could travel indefinitely <laughs> with five pairs of toe socks. Like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> Go jump in that river where you're gonna wash those toe socks and breathe in real deep. <laughs> Well, yeah, because, (laughs) I mean, you're saying that you don't hate all of the people on this board, but you would have to be an insufferable douchebag to believe for even one second that while the rest of humanity believes that they need things like a fucking kitchen to survive, you are somehow miraculously smart enough to be able to survive with only your pair of board shorts. (laughs) You are, like, you cannot do this without being an asshole. The trouble is, the less someone has, the more you judge all the things that they decide are essential. Mm. <laughs> That's true. I, I, I do like number 13 of all time, which is just how much can fit in whatever this brand of backpack. And it's like a vacation's worth of clothes, and there's no items that indicate that this person is just going to try and live out of this backpack for a year. <laughs> Uh, it's just like, there's two pairs of long pants, two pairs of shorts, 
like some thermals and a winter jacket and five uh, thin shirts. Yeah, those little it's travel pretty good. Those little travel cubes that this person is using and that we've been talking about a little bit are really mm-hmm. awesome. I should get yeah. myself some of those. I have some of those mm. and I love them. You got all your socks together. You got all your underwear together. Perfect. Oh no, I got later in the picture and there's all his electronics. Never mind, uh, including one of those goddamn steel sporks. <laughs> Oh, man. No. Two of them, actually. There's two of them. Two, <laughs> two of these. St- it's a $25 spork. <sighs> I understand it's that made of titanium. camping, but yes. a lot of these people seem to, like the, the collapsible chopsticks person, they seem to be going a place where people are living. Do you really think you're going to get a meal and no utensils with it? Like, I think the universe is pretty well decided that, no, you don't sell somebody a meal without giving them anything to eat it with. Yeah, and hey, <laughs> no, I- hey, you know, what guys you know what you fucking didn't pack along with your fucking utensils food deodorant food (laughs) i thought it was gonna be deodorant well that too but if you don't pack food you don't need to bring utensils because as louisa said if you're buying food from someone they'll have a utensil to borrow yeah. And, like, my backpack, I have a box of granola bars in there, because sometimes there might be some time where I'm, yeah. like, I'm I'm only in the city, but I know that there's going to be some time where I'm hungry and yeah. I can't go somewhere to go get food. What you, like, pack what, a little bit of food. What are you going to do when Come you're on. a hungry boy? Yep. Yeah, what if you get hungry on the airplane? Yeah, yeah exactly. What if you get hangry? <laughs> Pack a pack of Snickers in there. Yeah. You're not yourself without when you're hungry. I've heard. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was hoping to see more of. Oh, I found this perfect blanket, which is like it folds up super small, but it's super like warm and waterproof and like things that are really awesome things. But I'm not seeing a lot of those. The thing that makes me so angry. I know I've said that about literally everything about this board so far, but the one thing that makes me so angry is that so many of these are, and I don't want to put too fine a point on it, white people traveling to countries where not white people live and treating it like, like, you wouldn't walk around New York and be like, oh, I can just walk into whatever restaurant wearing this uh, print t-shirt and stained old ass underwear that I've been wearing for six weeks straight and no (laughs) deodorant. But like, I guess- I brought my own titanium spork. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess if you go do that in Japan, that's gonna be cool, right, dude? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've noticed, I've just realized this is, I know we're at the end of the episode and we should stop talking about it, but I've gotten to a nearly identical board, r slash one bagging, which has uh, the same header uh-huh. um, and the same sidebar, but uh, one of these seems to be a spinoff of the other and they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay. That, that's, that's in the Reddit great. spirit. <laughs> um... Oh, I see. No, two months ago they announced a merger with One Bag. Um, One Bagging did, and there was also uh, the uh, mod from yeah, around the time the merger was announced a mod uh, from this board posted a mean message about the moderators of r slash One Bag. So, r slash One Bagging is dead. It's been devoured by r slash One Bag. Why did they ever exist separately? (laughs) What could possibly be different about them? Oh, you you can't hear me. I'm shrugging. Oh, okay. <laughs> how much? I, how much of your bag do you think should be taken up by toiletries? Louisa, go first. Uh, twenty percent. Okay, Jeff. 
that is a lot. Um, <laughs> but uh, I have in my bag currently a foldable toothbrush, uh, th- a little travel thing of toothpaste, and deodorant. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, would you count like medicine stuff as toiletries? I think so. Okay. I have gauze pads and nasal spray, and I think I usually travel around with uh, some other kind of allergy medicine, mm-hmm. but it's not currently in my bag. Oh, and like painkillers. So, uh, I mean, these all fit in like the outer side pockets of my bag. Are it's you talking it's about, a negligible percentage. Are you talking about for travel or is this for like your day to day? Everything that, no, all that stuff is just in my bag all the time in case, just in case. But like, are you, you're not like going to hotels with this bag currently? Sometimes, but not currently. No, okay. I did. This was, this was my bag that I, tra- I traveled to cons with if I go to what a convention. You, so what do you do if the like hotel soap is gross? Do you just use it? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's always like a, it's always like a fresh little thing. It's never like, here's someone's old crusty, uh, like soap. It's usually like a little bottle or like a freshly wrapped bar. Now we're teetering, we're teetering on the edge of the, the thing that you and I have argued about since we've known each other, Jeff, of your belief that all soaps are the same, which I don't <laughs> want to go into because I, you know that I don't agree with you and we cannot have this argument this late in the episode. <laughs> Uh, but for me, uh, they're virtually identical because I don't have hair on the top of my head. Well, that's true. But like, I don't know, for me personally, if I use the soap that I use on my body, on my face, I will literally drip grease onto people when I meet them. My face is so much greasier than the rest of my body. It's disgusting. I'm basically- I don't have a particularly greasy- Yeah, I don't have a particularly yeah. greasy face. But, I was going to um, say, I have to pack shampoo enough to use- some every single day because I cannot go a day without washing my hair. Yes, same. Yeah, and I, I don't I, like to use the things in a hotel because then I will smell like hotel things and not my usual things, and I don't like that. See, that nobody can smell them. That's insane. <laughs> that is an insane thing because I ninety percent of the time I use the hotel stuff, but that ten percent of the time I'll get there and the the maids don't give a fuck, and I don't. I don't even blame the maids for not giving a fuck, but I'll get into my hotel room and there will be three bottles of lotion (laughs) instead of shampoo, conditioner, and lotion. It'll just be three lotions. And then am I, what am I going to do? Go down to the front desk and tell someone about this? I don't think so. So luckily I've got my backups, which is probably why my packing is so terrible because I have to have a backup for everything. Yeah. Well, you need your own things. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you were thinking with toiletries that you would also have to pack, like, soap and shampoo and stuff? Yes. Yeah, I mean, my, my toiletry set right now is, uh, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, face wash, uh, shampoo and conditioner mix in a bottle, uh, and something to shave so that I don't look like a nightmare. Okay. But, I mean, I I guess- I might bring a razor with me if I, uh, was traveling for, like, a week. Yes. I was gonna- to say you don't necessarily you usually only go places for like a weekend or something which is a lot less likely to yeah i'm actually about to be i'm i actually have to do my packing right after we're recording because i'm going to be out of town uh until wednesday Mm -hmm. yeah so uh this is a good board for us to get i guess (laughs) so will you shave your head before uh you go out of town for and then just not until you get back 
Yeah, I usually shave it once or twice a week, um, and it stays the length that I like. I, I, when I'm working, when I'm on site somewhere traveling for work, I like, even though I have some semblance of a beard and mustache, like, I, if I don't shave at least to trim it down to what, to making it look intentional every day, I feel like I don't look professional enough to be at work. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, I have just a full beard, and and when it gets to about the length that I trim it down to anyway, uh, I don't have to go super clean on the neck because it just grows like the chin beard grows long enough to uh, cover any mistakes. Yeah, but you should. I mean, I don't know. You're not traveling for work, so it's probably not as big of a deal. But like you have to shave like the top parts of your cheeks so that you don't get those little outlier hairs. hairs. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I do, uh, I don't have to trim those off very often because my beard grows pretty neat up top, but yeah, whenever I trim it, I do get rid of those. But they don't, like, grow back, like, they're errant hairs that grow every once in a while. They're not, like, a daily regrowth. Mm. I don't get, like, top of cheek five o'clock shadow. What you really don't want, though, is for your, the the top of your beard to just sort of fade away. (laughs) Like, I want there to be a clear line of, like, I've decided here is beard <laughs> true and uh, and so many people make the mistake of just being like well where the beard stops at the top then it just sort of it breaks up <laughs> it, it <laughs> dissolves into face and that is not a good look in it's my it's very opinion. infuriating how many things on the human body you're like I want this feature but I have to like carefully do it because my body's doing a bad job at it <laughs> yes that's true <laughs> yeah Eyebrows beard is about the, the only thing Beard is about the only thing my body just does correctly without me having to do too much. Yeah. It just like I grow a pretty good beard and it doesn't require very much upkeep. Uh about and, and if I wait a couple months I can make little braids in it. About once a m- <laughs> about once a month I have a dream that uh, my beard actually will grow in fully and I get so <laughs> excited about it and then I wake up and it's not true and it makes me sad. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The trick the trick to growing a long beard is to stop shaving. That's what I'm they not, say. I can grow a long beard. What I can't grow is an all beard. A full beard. <laughs> right. I can't grow, like, it'll grow on the bottom side of my chin but not on the sides of my chin where beard right. go, where beard go, that, that not me beard. <laughs> Have you considered stippling it in with a brush <laughs> until it grows by itself? <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, but I'll certainly try it. Uh, I always have to bring, like, a razor, and usually ladies' razors have, like, a bunch of goop on them to Ooh, yes. slick up your legs, and uh, so you gotta wrap that up somehow, because it'll get all over everything. But instead, you don't bring the- you bring your goo separately as mayonnaise, and then it's a two- <laughs> it's a two-function thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the vinegar in mm. it really tightens up your pores. <laughs> yep. And, and you, you got uh, a dry sandwich on the airplane, you're covered. So You just bring three containers. One has oil, the other has blended egg goop, <laughs> yeah. and the third one has some kind of acid, vinegar or lemon juice, <laughs> and right. then a fourth empty container that is the size of all three, <laughs> so you can have fresh mayonnaise on the airplane. <laughs> yep. Yeah, your seatmates really love when you whip those out and start making your own mayonnaise. Well, you yep. can, I think mayonnaise would count as a liquid on the airplane, so you can't bring more than three ounces of it, but you can bring 
2.9 ounces of each of the ingredients or, of mayonnaise. Or you can rub that mayonnaise all over your legs and then ha- like <laughs> scrape it off with a cracker when you're on the plane. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I was going to say, I wear makeup, so you guys don't. You don't worry about like that, which is a whole extra little bag of things. But also, you guys don't worry about uh, contact lenses. So I have to bring my contact lens case mm. and eye solution and my glasses. So that's also like an extra bunch of stuff. You don't have to. You could just bring your glasses. Yeah, you could just bring the glasses. Uh, Wearing glasses all the time really sucks, though. Listen, I switched over to wearing glasses as (laughs) my primary mode of seeing, mainly for this particular reason, that I didn't want to have to carry around bottles of of contact solution. Well, that's fair. But also consider, I don't think your vision is as bad as mine, because when I'm wearing my glasses, the edges around the edge of the glasses, it, it like curves, so mm-hmm. it gives me a little bit of vertigo, so I do not like to drive wearing my glasses. No, I, I think you I should get, get better glasses. I got used to it. You just get used to it. I mean, it's the same way, like, it's equally bad whichever one you're used to switching to the other one for a while, and then you get used to it. Yeah, but also it's super difficult to try to apply eye makeup when you have glasses, so yeah, do that. I guess that's true. Okay, we have to stop recording this. We've been going for so oh my God. fucking yes. long. Yeah, okay. yeah, the episode that I just edited, 132, which might be last week's episode, uh-huh. came out under an hour after I was finished Hooray. editing. I was God, so impressed. I wish we could do that ever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay, thanks everyone for uh, coming by. Hope you come back next time. If you like the episode, please tell your friends. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That's the best way for us to grow. We very much appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us uh, on Twitter at SeeingReddit or you can email us SeeingReddit at gmail.com. I'm on Twitter at KamikazePilot. I'm on uh, Mastodon at Matt Heron at Mastodon.cloud. Yeah, you can find me Mastodon.cloud slash at JK. Instagram and Snapchat are both Jeff JK. I had a fan be like, are you the creepypodsta guy? And um, I... Uh, no! I, he's not! He's a, It's a clone. And, no, it is me. And a monster. Um, one of them is wrong and a monster, but which one? Yeah, who are you gonna shoot? But, uh, apparently I mumble my uh my usernames so jeff jk like j e f f j k snapchat and instagram j3 f no i don't give my twitter anymore i don't do twitter anymore i only do <laughs> retweets replies and uh quote tweets that one was i a only test. put my that was a test to see if you switched already <laughs> Yeah, All if my you thoughts follow are Jeff toots. on Twitter, he will block you and block you on every other service he uses. Mm-hmm. I won't do that, uh, <laughs> but like, I don't. I just don't tweet anymore. Um, that's all of my things, I think. Oh, Louisa's episodes of Creepypodsta have all come out recently. Um, by the time you're hearing this, I think all three of them are out. And if you want to hear more Louisa, you can go listen to that. Yeah, I said this on Twitter, but I really get a rush, like a book report rush of like, all right, I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) And just starting to talk. (laughs) Oh man, I do. I never come up with my best points in, uh, episodes of that show until like during the episode while I'm discussing and I'll I'll uh, come up with like something really profound like oh weird yeah, yeah. I, when I recorded my episode with you recently I didn't remember
remember that you did that. So when you asked me, I was like, fuck, oh, okay, <laughs> let's get, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out together. Oh, which thing that we do? Like the things that happen in the, in the thing that we're talking about? You had a thing at or the end. Or making profound like, points. No, you had a thing at the end where you were like, okay, now as we always do, what was the thing that you found scariest or whatever? Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I did The spookiest part. Yeah, yeah. I did not remember you did that. So <laughs> that was exciting. Yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> All right, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird. You can find me on Mastodon, Louisa Heron at Mastodon.xyz. And uh, yeah, also Instagram, Louisa Heron. That's about it. Thanks to everyone who voted in our uh, poll this past week. What's the best spice uh, and the best, the, the winner by the largest margin we've ever had was Jeff's choice of cumin. Damn it. Yeah. It is uh, a good one. I can't It is. It. Yeah. Second place was ginger, which was mine. Third place was chipotle powder, which was Louisa's. Mm, yes. And last place was melange, which no one got was a reference to Dune. So. <laughs> yeah. If, if everyone makes, uh, if, if you make a dish that contains all of these things, it'll be pretty good. It'll turn your eyes blue. And also maybe you're the Muad'Dib. Yep. Or it'll kill you instantly, which is the other thing that can happen when you eat the spice melange. Yeah. Anyway, the three non-fictional spices would all go uh, together well in a dish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so thanks to the po- folks who've been tweeting about us. Thanks to at GRThink. Thanks Thank to uh, the fake Evan. Thank you. Uh, what did you do with the real Evan, you bastard? <laughs> uh, and thanks to the giant be with you. So appreciate oh, And it. also with you. <laughs> uh, please keep on talking about us. Please come back next time. In the meantime, please don't forget that now you're playing with power. Keep your pockets on track. Hang in there, baby. Gareth said that paprika was the best spice. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's British. Paprika? He's though? British. Hold on.